What's the crack with Andrew and Paz? The best bits of Good Morning Tipperary. Well, 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 how, how are you are getting you? on? I am okay. I'm, 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 are you all fiddled out? I'm all fiddled <laughs> Yeah, I'm all fiddled out. Um, I should say that's Tradfest you're talking about in care, isn't it? Was it? What, 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 <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was. You're making me feel nervous now. <laughs> A little bit croaky today. I did something that I don't normally do and I went out on a school night. I was out last night. Oh, dear. Uh, I was at the Tumbling Paddies in Clawilliam. Okay. Uh, that was, was good, I'd imagine. It was great uh-huh. until the skies opened and I just got saturated. Absolutely. There was nowhere to go. <laughs> there was nowhere to go. And it just ate milled rain for about about five minutes or so. Apart from that, it was great. Yeah. Great night. Super night. Yeah, Tradfest was super. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I mean, heard great things about it. Saw some great photographs of it. Yeah, I'd like to, I mean, look, the sunshine, of course, added to it. Makes a huge difference, all right. Um, it was fairly hot inside in that van that we have, <laughs> I can tell you that. Honest to God. Yeah. I was melting inside in it. Absolutely melted, but it was brilliant. It was brilliant, crack. Uh, music was fantastic. Just a real buzz around the place. And uh, I want to say thanks to Andy, actually, if he's listening. He really helped us out. With electricity and parking and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, we were there on Saturday. Uh, were you in around... Oh, no, you were away, were you? Yeah, uh, we're done in Dingle. Oh, right. on Saturday you're in Dingle? Yeah, well, it was kind of Sunday by the time we got home, but yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you mean, kind of Sunday? Did you, did you stay tonight, so? No, just left late and got home ah. early. Oh, OK. Kind of. Lovely down there. It was really nice down there. Although, funnily, we went out around Slay Head and there was a kind of a sea mist down. Mm. But it was nice. Okay. Lovely. Lovely place. Yeah. Lots of ice cream and things I shouldn't have eaten. Is that, what's the name of the ice cream place down there? The, the, Murphy's. The, that's it, isn't it? Sure. How could I forget that? Yeah. They're opening they, in China. They are not. They are. <laughs> I don't know, but they're opening <laughs> in China. <laughs> and, okay, I, yeah. Why? Okay. I, said, I don't know. I, okay, okay. China. From all I can gather, Chinese visitors to Ireland at any of the Murphy shops that they pop into, they love the ice cream, so they decided to... Oh, there's a few of them around Ireland, is there? Oh, yeah. There's... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's Dublin... That's why I sounded confused. <laughs> I, said there was a, I thought it was just one ice cream shop at Dingle called Murphy's. Now Actually, you tell me they're the second you know branch how big of China. Is. I do. And they've got two ice cream shops there. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, they've got Killarney, Galway, okay. Dublin, and they have a little pop up ones as well here and there. All right, it's okay. Uh, 22 years ago, uh, today, 9 11. Did you forget oh, about that? No. September 11th? Uh, can you imagine 22 years ago? Yeah. Might chat about that at half past seven. Have a think about where you don't have to think about it, where you are and how you heard it and all that kind of thing. And anybody listening, you might tell us uh, what you remember about that day and where you heard the news and all that. Uh, all right, we'll chat at half past. Talk Good luck. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's All right, September 11th, uh, today, 22 years ago. Another passenger plane hitting the World Trade Center. These pictures are frightening indeed. These are just minutes between each other. All right, where were you? Can you remember where you were? Yeah. When you heard the news? I was in Carrie Control. Okay. <laughs> so At home, in Carrie Control. Okay. Yeah. But like... How did you hear it? <laughs> I heard it on the radio. So you had the radio on and you heard it. Yeah. And that's that's your story. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Sorry I wasn't any place more exotic. No, I just, you know what I mean? Like, you might have a kind of a, a memory of, like, did, did you stick to the news all day? Did you turn on the telly straight yeah. away? Did you, huh? Yeah. You did all that. Yeah. Okay, very good, okay. I was on the wireless. Uh, I was on air when it happened. Were you? I was. Wow. Uh, I was doing lunchtimes on a different radio station. We had a little telly in the corner, and I think it was Sky News that was on. It would have been Sky News, uh, probably. Yeah. And, um... Of course, they reported the first uh, plane hitting, 
And I went out and told Michelle that was in our news uh, room that the planes have to find it. And it was no big deal about it. Now, listen, when I say no big yeah, deal I know, about yeah. it, it was, yeah, because people thought at the start it was obviously an accident, yeah. which was quite serious, but they thought it was a Cessna that had hit or something. They weren't too sure what kind of plane it was or anything. So I went back in and I would say just before news at two o'clock, uh, I was sitting and I was just watching the coverage. And next thing, the cameras were on it and you, saw, you actually saw the second one hit. And then I have to say, like, I really, really felt like this is... I won't go as far to say the end of the world, like, but I mean, I realised that I was witnessing something that was just going to yeah, be, I mean, going to be huge, absolutely huge, like to change the world almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when I went home, then again, I'd li- like you, I just stuck to the telly um, all day. Did you say to me, you don't have to mention who it is or anything, but you said to me off here that you interviewed somebody after it. Yeah, uh, the day after I spoke with a girl from County Tipperary and uh, who had been in the tower, one of the towers at the time. and mm-hmm. I mean, just to, to hear her talk about the whole thing. Was, mm-hmm. I remember she said she was like a mile, mile and a half away from the, the towers after escaping and suddenly realised she'd only got one shoe on and things like that, you know, that hadn't even noticed that in the panic to, mm-hmm. to get away from the thing. But it has to be something that stays with you. Oh my goodness, of course forever. it does. Your man, the creator of uh, Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane, you know him, don't you? The creator of Family Guy. And I've actor. heard Okay. I've heard right. of Family Guy. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, he had a seat booked on Flight 11, uh, but he missed the departure by 10 minutes uh, that morning. He said he was hung over. He decided to take a nap in the airport and uh, he missed his flight. Whoa. Isn't that just something else, yeah. isn't it? And one quick one, too, that I saw when I was reading um, about it last night. Uh, many firms based in the World Trade Centre were, like, obviously decimated by the attacks, you know, needless to say. But none more than the investment bank Cantor Fitzgerald. Uh, the company's offices were situated above the plane's impact site. Mm-hmm. So um, I think everybody that was at work that day... Uh, sadly perished. Uh, out of its 960 New York employees, 658 of them from the same company wow. were killed. Isn't that just something else? All right, anybody, any thoughts on that, where you are, uh, when you remember uh, 9-11, 22 years ago? Think, oh, man, isn't it just difficult to think like it's 22 years ago? Yeah, as I was saying to you earlier, it's the year I started here. Is it? The, yeah, you said that to me. Yeah, yeah April yeah. of that year. Yeah, all right, man. Okay, talk in a while. 7.38, everybody. Tip FM. I'm never going out on a school night again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling a bit now this morning. And I remember telling the, you that. there was a time you went out every school night. I know. And it didn't bother you in the least. Back when I was a young fella. Yeah. I had a great night last night. Uh, <laughs> just for people, we were at the um, Tumbling Paddies. who were fantastic. First time to see them. They're brilliant. Uh-huh. Brilliant. At uh, Clam William and Tip Town's fantastic night. Huge, it's, 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 huge crowd. There. I'm surprised that you'd be into a trapeze act like. Into <laughs> Tumbling Paddies. Yeah, that's good actually. No, fair play to you. Um, what else am I going to say? Yesterday morning I was in Thurlow. Uh, I was at a rugby match in Thurles yesterday morning. Before the match started, we had Bailey with us and we went for a walk. And it's my first time there. Have you ever been into Town Park in Thurles? No, Talk but it, I no. have seen photographs by the river. all about it. Oh man, it's yeah. fantastic. It's gorgeous there. Isn't that something though, that popping up all around the county, these places? Is me. Well, yeah, that, that as well. <laughs> Go on. No, me. just the amenities, sir. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's it's fantastic. I mean, like, I think nearly every town probably has something now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we often spoke about the Templemore. Uh, it's uh, lovely the there. Park there yeah. uh, the hills in Tip Town yeah. is just uh, fantastic and Sherlock Care and, and what have you. Um, we, we went to um, oh, Heyday. The coffee shop there and sat outside. Do you know? Are you familiar with Heyday, no. the coffee shop there? No. Some of the, I think some of the hurlers, somebody will tell, some of the hurling lads own it, I think. Um, 
Seamus Callanan was there yesterday, working there actually. So he must be involved in it in some way. Anyway, that was lovely. We sat outside, but do you know what they give you, uh, which is free if you got a little doggy with you? Is a puppuccino. You ever heard ah, of a yes. puppuccino? That's clever. That's good to see. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's not like I did. I was wondering, I, was, I said, to, he's not going to drink that. Does you and were he, there thinking he's going to be wired if he is. No, but it, it's not. It's not. It's I not know, like that. Do you know what it is? No. It's just, it's just, it's a little container with cream and doggy biscuits uh, stuck in it. So. You were uh, tempted, weren't you? <laughs> I actually was a little bit <laughs> to God uh, but that was very nice so anyway, hello to everybody at, uh, at Hey Day in Thurlis alright Pat see you later on 8.35 yeah sunshine it's hard to believe we're going to get it actually yeah. isn't it with the way it is uh, this morning that's uh, very nice hopefully um, I was in with Eamon Eamon Gleeson yesterday in care I thought that I on my way home I thought that I had a slow puncture and uh, I went in and I don't have slow puncture what have you then? I have a little crack in my eye Oh dear! So I have to get that sorted uh, today, but I, I think it can be it can be sorted. I've had it I've had it done before. So um, you have to stop driving the way you do. That's the bloody roads, man! Don't start me on the roads, especially out our way. Honest to God, it's ridiculous. Like drive it the way you do. Says the other What am I? How am I driving like that's that's going to make me crack an ally? Aiming at potholes. Yeah, aiming at potholes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Freddie Flintoff. You know who Freddie Flintoff is, don't you? Cricketer. Yeah. Um, Top gear. Yeah. Uh, okay, we might talk about him in a while. What am I, He's looking a bit rough lately. That's, that's it. Sure, look, we talk about him now. So, uh, reportedly um, ready to get back to TV following. Uh, this. So, he had a huge crash on Top Gear. And he kind of went to ground a bit, and nobody knew how he was doing. Everybody knows that he had a bad accident. But um, he's appeared in the last uh, few days, and uh, he's messed up looking, isn't he? Yeah. It looks like, to me, that he's had a lot of... Because they haven't come out and said, really, what his injuries were. I don't think so, anyway. Not that I've seen, anyway. But no. obviously facial uh, injuries, because it does look like... I mean, his nose, man, it looks, he looks strange. It looks like he's had a lot of operations uh, done. Uh, former English cricketer, uh, photographed for the first time since the accident, watching his old uh, team take on New Zealand. Oh, well, it did. Okay. <laughs> if only you'd read a bit further. Through. <laughs> As I was saying to you a minute ago, they've told us exactly what happened. <laughs> he broke several ribs and he was left with severe facial injuries after uh, his three-wheeled open-top car. Three... Was he driving Delpy's car like? What was he driving? <laughs> open top? No, that wouldn't be a reliant rock. Three wheeled open top car flipped. Yeah, there's a few BBC. different. Um, I'm not sure if Catherine do a, a three wheeled. Okay, sure, but there's quite a few of the English bespoke type sports cars. He's things. good on the telly. He does some of those uh, kind of comedy talk show things. He and, was good uh, at the cricket too. He was good. I don't know anything about cricket. Like, I never stopped you talking about lots of things. Jesus, I know. <laughs> oh, hang on, that's something I'm after doing there now. Do you, do you know what I just did there? So I'll tell you very quickly. I, Mary Jenkins and the ladies that have knitting and nattering in care, a lot yeah. of them were talking about you actually, and said very nice things about you, which made me think they didn't know you very well. <laughs> uh, so I had been, I had been in with the ladies, the lovely ladies that meet on a Friday morning, and they uh, asked me to come back last Friday morning because they had knitted a cardigan for me, which is absolutely gorgeous. Actually, wow. it's just beautiful, and it was lovely, and they had a. Um, they had a cup of tea and they had a little apple tart and we sat down. Oh, you a, really are being spoiled. I got, I got looked after last Friday. Um, but there was a lady there, I can't remember her first name, was it Mary? And she wasn't there the last time. And the first thing she got on to me about was using the Lord's name in vain on the radio. I listen to you all the time and I think you're very good. Now, Pat Murphy is really, really good. But uh, you keep using the Lord's name in vain. And I said, I do not. 
He must be joking me. And then there was another woman with him backed her up and said, mm, you do. Yeah, I've so noticed you, it. You, it, it, you, it, it don't say you noticed it. I, what, so can I, what can I say then? Can I say Jeepers? Janie. Janie. Or like, Jeepers. As in Janie Mac. Like, Janie or Jeepers Mac, yeah. or Janie Mac. Yes. Okay. I will try that. But if you, you start that, you're going to curse. You know you are. <laughs> I, know, I said it to my Friday. I said, that's going to wreck my head now. Because <laughs> cause, cause I'm stopping myself saying, do you know what I mean? Anyway, anyway. See you tomorrow. Good night. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's Tip FM. Just got a text from somebody saying, I woke up one morning and uh, there was a strange looking garden gnome in my bed. Oh, the shock. And then I rubbed my eyes and it was my husband. That lovely thing to say. Oh, my God. That lovely thing to say about your husband. Uh, Welsh police have issued a warning about Christmas gnomes being left in gardens, Pat. A number of the decorations have appeared in gardens around Wales. Officers think that it might be a so-called calling card left by robbers uh, trying to determine if the property is empty or not. So Have they no gnomes to go to? <laughs> oh, man. That's not bad now. <laughs> yeah, what is it? If the gnome isn't gone, if somebody hasn't moved it? Yeah, then... so the, the, they say that if the gnomes aren't removed, it suggests that a resident is away and a home could be an easy target. But it could also just mean that they like gnomes. It could be. Like, if it happens, you hear it, don't go back to me and say, if I'd only know Yours was better now. Like, anything, I'm going, anything I'm going to do now isn't going to be anything as good. <laughs> anyway, the police said that uh, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what, they'll protect your garden. Did you know, actually, that gnomes don't understand jokes? They go right over their heads. Did you know that? You see, I, I thought, like, did you see your little subtle joke there about the gnome now was, was better than mine. Like, will you stop showing me up, will you, please, for God's <laughs> sake? Like, um, how big is your neck? Can I just, can you just, can I have a quick look there? It's just, thick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God, I'd love to put my hands around it. And no matter what level that was meant, no. Um, the size of a man's neck influences how he's judged as a dad. Researchers of the University of... I, I would like to work at a university, considering this is what they do during the day. A University of Arkansas in the state said that 305 people took a look at computer-generated images of the same man with a different size neck. So they made his neck like a bit bigger and different. Um, those with dad bods... I suppose that's us. That's it? us, yeah. Is that us, is yeah. Okay. Well, like kind of more, I have a different kind of genre, like a more of a, a hot dad bod. You're just kind of dad bod like. Okay. <laughs> they were deemed to be makes better. You happy to think that. <laughs> you go. <laughs> oh, jeepers. Genie uh, <laughs> Mac, huh? Uh, those with dad bods uh, were deemed to be better dads than those with gym honed. Should that be toned? No, Honed is probably Jim Honed. You'd hone it in a gym. Okay. (laughs) You would if you were in there, maybe. Jim Honed physiques, according to the Daily Mail. God, they don't have a lot to be doing, do they? So, like, you've got a a reasonably sort of... um, Can I just have a quick kind of... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a jockey's saddle. (laughs) I'll see you in a while, all right? No more jokes. 7.35, 7.35, everybody. Thanks for waking up at Tip FM today. Tuesday morning. Right, this story probably doesn't mean a lot to you or me, but apparently Bridget Jones's diary... Have you ever seen Bridget Jones's diary? I, I tend to leave women's diaries alone. <laughs> They're a very personal thing. Have you seen the film? Um, I think I might have years ago. It's very good, actually, not to be fair. There's, no, there's another one out, isn't there? I think there's a second one out, which I might not have seen. Anyway, Bridget Jones's diary is the best rom-com to mend a broken heart, Pat. Uh, according to a new survey, which found that 
uh, Rennie Zellweger I came out top followed by Legally Blonde which I've not seen and The Holiday which I'm aware of but not seen because it's like a Christmas rom-com movie so basically what they're saying is people that are kind of after getting dumped or something like that they did turn to these movies now to make you wonder like well if I ever suffer a broken heart again I'll, I'll be sure to watch one of those which would you go for? Bridget Jones's Diary? Uh, so you have it so legally blonde. What about, that'd be ideal for you now. You want to explain that? No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, there's some more movies on the list too. <clears throat> the, the Wedding Singer is there. Crazy Stupid Love. And How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I've not seen any of those. I, I've heard of them already. I've not even heard of some of those. No, I haven't heard of them. The Wedding Singer is a bit of, bit of a crack, all right. 62% of people, Pat surveyed, say that uh, rom-coms help them with their healing process by providing escapism and getting you laughing again. Why not just take a comedy and I think that the they are out of it Yeah, but they're kind of I think they're kind of supposed to be comedies. Too. I know that <clears throat> rom-com being, you know. Give me fools and horses any day. Or actually it's, work with someone it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a long time now since my heart was broken, but um what film did I turn to back in the day? I'm you have me think. thinking of the Proclaimers now. Walk a hundred miles. No, five hundred miles. My heart is broken. No, oh, I don't. I don't know that one. Ah, oh, it's good. What about the um, the film about cannibals? What's the um, thing with uh, Russell Crowe in it? Remember that? Do you think? Uh, Gladiator. Remember that? It's about cannibals, isn't it? All right. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. See you later on. Eight thirty-six, everybody, from Tip FM. Will you explain to me again, will you, on that RT story? Are you telling me that they were getting allowance for cars, but some of them didn't have driver's license? Well, not no, I didn't say that. No, I said that's why I'm asking you. I said they didn't have to prove they had a driving license. Oh, they didn't have to prove it? They were not asked to show that they actually had a car and drove and were legally allowed to drive. They just put in expenses, it seems. Okay. But is the feeling... Okay, we don't know until we know... But, it, like, is it being suggested that some of them, like, did not drive at all? It's a possibility. But we don't know yet. No, we'll find out today all going well. Oh, Presuming man. that the uh, Oireachtas Committee will ask the <laughs> relevant questions. It's the story that just keeps giving, <laughs> isn't it? Well, they do keep giving, it seems, yeah. Oh. Or did. <laughs> oh, man. It's unbelievable. It really is. Late Late Show, of course, starting. Uh, this Friday. Friday, yeah. What do you think you're around? I like Patrick. Yeah, I like Patrick. Yeah. too. I, I just, I, I Although, don't know, like, I, I prefer his wife, but, yeah. Like, because she, yeah, because she's lovely, actually. Okay. You know his wife, don't you? I, yeah, but I can't remember her name now. No, neither can I. But so, somebody tell us there quickly. I can go remember on. years ago, he was Paddy Keelty. Right. Did he go up in the world since he went to the UK? He's Patrick Keelty. I always knew him as Patrick Keelty, I think. Oh, years but ago. I, uh, I like his humour, I I don't really know. It, it's like yours. It's kind of it's bottom of the barrel stuff, really. Like It's not, you know, kind of <laughs> scraping for... <laughs> Sorry. You know. Uh, what? <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Did I say all that out loud or was I just thinking it? Uh, I'm now kind of... Upset? No. What? <laughs> Shocked that it took you this long to really have a cut at me. <laughs> Today is worst joke Wednesday, isn't it, anyway? <laughs> Speaking of bottom of the barrel <laughs> now that Now that puts me on the spot. <laughs> Come on, somebody tell me his wife's name. Come on, what's his wife? Mrs. Keelty. Uh, Mrs. Keelty. I, t- I forgot. Somebody just said, I think it was Brian said Mrs. Keelty. <laughs> Oh, come on, lads, will you? Somebody, somebody send in our name. Okay, uh, worst joke Wednesday today, so. Um, Kieran says, I was once so broke that I couldn't pay my electric bill. Those were the darkest days of my life. <laughs> 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 we take a dim view of that joke, oh. Kieran. 
Paul says today for Stoke Wednesday I think you are very good at relay races is it me or you he's speaking about I gotta hand it to you I see what he did there not me anyway. I don't think I have a relay or anything. <laughs> no, same. Yeah. Graham says, Morning, lads. Took uh, my door handle for a walk today. Sad, I know, but it gets me out of the house. <laughs> um, apparently, in a study of uh, 9 out of 10 men said that their wife are always right. The 10th was not been seen since. <laughs> Nicholas says, I was fired from my job for... Uh, oh, said, this is a funny word because... Oh, I'll tell you in a second. Um, I was fired from my job running the carousel. Uh, I'm going to take him to the court of funfair dismissal. Fun, fun, <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it's the first half decent one. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Cat Daily. Everybody's saying Cat Daily. Ah, okay. Thank somebody, God, there's only one Wednesday. Somebody said Tess. Uh, Brian says Tess Daily. It's not Tess Daily. It's not Tess. It's t- she's she's lovely too. Why is that a funny word? Because I I know somebody that used to pronounce that um, carousal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the kids at the fun fair. They all went to the carousal. I rang Aircom yesterday and I said I want to report nuisance telephone calls. They said, oh no, not you again. <laughs> it's just after oh. 7 a.m. You know Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's Tip FM. Now, Kat Dealey, as I said to you, uh, mm-hmm. is, uh, I've, I, I had, I found it actually, I'm going to send it to you, it's about seven minutes long, and anybody can look at it, you go to YouTube and look up Kat Dealey and you too, and she was uh, doing some TV show, and she was backstage with them before they went on stage, and she got a look around, and where they go, what they do, and all, and it's excellent, it's really, really good, and the lads are sound now, like proper sound now, to be fair, uh, it's great, it's, it's, it's great for you, uh, have a look at that later, I'll send it to you. Where's the most tranquil place in County Tipperary, did you see that about St. Stephen's Green, after kind yeah. of... So St. Stephen's Green has been named as one of the most tranquil destinations in the world. No, I mean, I like St. Stephen's Green. Yeah, it's quite so Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought, man, that it would have been up there with... Like, it must be a hell of a lot better places. Uh, luxury travel website Spa Seekers say that the Dublin Park is the eighth, eighth best location globally for getting away from the stresses of life. Where would you go in Tipperary for, like, uh, just a kind of a... Um, uh, there's so many... Yeah. One place I find very peaceful, uh-huh. very relaxing, is St. Patrick's Well, just outside Clonmel. Okay. I don't think I've been. Have you been? haven't? Patrick's Well? Yeah. Where is that? Just outside Clonmel. <laughs> Where outside Clonmel is it like? Okay, you have two options. You can go through Marlfield Village. I'm sorry, Asta. Go on. Or you can go out the N24 towards Care and hang a left down don't by think the I've railway ever, I don't gates. think I've been there. I'll been. draw a map for you. I know this is like a bit naff now to say it, but why sitting in my back garden like it's as good as any place? I'm not being funny about that because we're kind of away from everything like. <laughs> if there's nobody in the house because there's no shouting and bawling going on like inside in the kitchen about something um, no sure you're out in the garden so about the garden like just, just not me doing the shouting and bawling um, there's an interesting one tell us where's the most tranquil place uh, that's a good answer Pat I'm going to have to find out more about uh, what did you say was it again Patrick's Well Patrick's St. Patrick's Well St. Patrick's Well Patrick's Well we played a bit, of, a bit of audio here for people say why they like Stephen's Green so much Hang on. We, we just walk every day at 11 o'clock um, on our break and uh, we love it don't we I think Stephen's Green is Oh, it's just lovely. Lovely, even in the summer. Um, even when it's an iron, even when there's stuff on, it's still lovely. I still love it. I still love to come into the park and walk through the park. Mm. Even when it's annoying. Is that what she said? I heard her yeah. say even in the summer. I was going to take her up with that. Even when... It, okay, I think what she was saying was sometimes there's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. So... But like, even when it's annoying, it's peaceful. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, okay. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe you know what she said. Uh, worst joke Wednesday. A couple uh, more of these for you, right? The earthworm, Pat is only there to make sure that the other worms don't get electrocuted, apparently. 
<laughs> like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. My husband set a new culinary milestone yesterday by setting off the neighbor's smoke alarm. <laughs> Must be in my house. Is that my wife? What's the number there on that? Uh, I don't know if my ceiling is the best one in the world, lads, but it's definitely up there. It's how he tells them. The, no, it was the gesture with that one. With my, I put my finger cool. up like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, at the airport check-in, I said to my friend, uh, I wish we'd brought the telly with us. She said, why is something good on tonight? She said, no, my passport's on top. <laughs> Actually, I joke about that, but there's a good friend of mine who was um, waiting on passports. So I was supposed to go on holidays on, on Sunday, and they didn't get their passports back yet. So fingers crossed for them today. They're going next Sunday? Yeah. As long as it wasn't last Sunday. I know. Uh, my granddad woke up uh, with a puzzled look on his face. He was at a fall asleep at the jigsaw. Oh, let's please. The postman was shouting in my letterbox this morning. I think it was a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and we've definitely had this before, but it's a goodie all the same. I dated a girl with a twin, and people always say, how can I tell them apart? I said, it's quite simple. Mary paints her nails red. James, he's got a beard. We were good. <laughs> See you later. Good we were gone. Stephen Kenny's on his way out, is he? Do you Possibly, reckon? but they're saying that he'll see out the qualifying campaign. Why is he talking about uh, players getting the first cap and that? Like, surely, well, that's all very... That wasn't Stephen Kenny. Wasn't that? Who was that? <laughs> that was the under-21 manager. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. All right. But didn't didn't Stephen Kenny... Uh, you know I know nothing about this. Um, so maybe I should shut up now. But didn't Stephen Kenny give give uh, some players uh, the first caps uh, when they played the year night? They lost, they lost 1-0. Yeah. But I mean, what? What like? Yeah. What like? <laughs> what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But so you have to start somewhere. I know. I know that. But surely to God, like it's about it's it's about winning games and putting out your best team instead of giving fellas a run. But Is maybe, it not? Maybe he did put out his best team. Uh, there's talks of Roy coming yeah. taking over. That'd be a bit of crack, wouldn't it? Yeah. I was listening I, to I a discussion on that actually, and they were saying that his his man management skills. Might need a bit of work, but yeah. But if he doesn't have the players, it doesn't matter who goes in there. To be honest with you, yeah. And and I there. think you know his standards would possibly be higher than, than most so. people's, or what he expects from people anyway. During the divorce, Pat, my Who's ex divorce. <laughs> it's a joke. During the divorce, Pat, my ex wasn't happy. Uh, she got part custody of our pet camel. She got the right hump. That's <laughs> not too bad. Oh God. I put my phone under my pillow last night and I woke up, it was gone, there was two euro kind there instead it was the Bluetooth fairy. I think we've said that before. <laughs> I haven't heard that one actually. Familiar. You know you shouldn't put your phone under your pillow. I know, I know, I know. It's a, it's Just a in case. It's a joke. Hmm. My wife rang me at the pub and she said if I'm not home in ten minutes, she's gonna feed my dinner to the dog. I was home in less than five minutes. I wouldn't want to put the dog through that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hired a handyman and I gave him a to-do list. When I got home, he'd done items one, three, and five is all. It turns out he only does odd jobs. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I can't wait for Thursday. I know. I went to the doctor and I said I got an earache, inflamed sinuses, conjunctivitis, headaches, and he was very dismissive. He said, it's all in your head. <laughs> uh, I keep, I keep, I keep having a dream that I'm a horse. That's five nights on the trot now. Nay. <laughs> what did I tell you about being funny? <laughs> you said I'm not. <laughs> All right, got one more for you. So Darren says got a massive buzz in Dublin yesterday shoplifting at the Disney shop. Oh God! You don't. That doesn't. You're light years ahead of your time. Hang you on. know that. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go again. That's very good. But it's a Buzz Lightyear he's talking about, is it? Is yeah, that, it's okay. I presume, anyway. All right, okay. Okay. All right, okay. There you go. That's true. I did the same years ago, actually. I came out with a Woody. See you later on. Good luck. <laughs> well, there you are now. Here I am now. There you are. Where else would I be? Oh, God knows. I don't know. Where else could you be? Where else would you want to be? Thank Is there any place else that you would rather be? Right now? In bed. Yeah. It's one of those mornings. I don't know. It's a, yeah. Like, I started off like, and there you have to do it now again. What? Like, I started off all happy and jovial. Yeah, I'm happy. Jovial I, once I got out of bed, I was fine. And then you said... You gave one of those. uh, (laughs) Ah, look, it's old age. Mexican aliens. Mexican Mexican aliens. Mexican aliens. Oh, sorry. What did I say? I don't know. I just thought you said Mexican aliens. I did say Mexican aliens. So, what's a Mexican alien? I'll tell you about them in a while. Did you see that story yesterday, though? No. Alleged non human alien corpses have been displayed by Mexican politicians. Big story yesterday. Okay. Ali is our alien correspondent. Specialist, actually. On aliens? Yeah. Why is that? You haven't hear, heard her on with Fran regularly lately about UFOs and aliens? No, and... I never heard oh, of yeah, that. She's big into that kind of stuff. Does she believe in that stuff? I don't know, but she's big into it. The Sheepdog Olympics are on in Northern Ireland. Ah. Okay, you don't want to talk about no, that. No, Sheepdog Olympics. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. That's no, uh, if that, you want to be that way about it, that's fine. I'm fascinated by it. You're not fascinated by it. It's a huge boost for Northern Ireland by all yeah, I, if, if that's, if The that's Sheepdog f- Olympics, I think, is a bit of a stretch. If that's sounding fascinated, I'd hate to hear you if no, you didn't uh, sound No, it's only the, the Olympics bit that... Um, what else have I got for you? Uh, you've heard of snakes on a plane. What about snakes inside in the bed? Yeah. That's in, that's in Dublin. I know, yeah. Four foot long snake. Well, we do that one, will we? Hang Why on. not? Okay. So you've heard of snakes on a plane. Yeah, you said that already. Yeah, but you're supposed to answer it. Then. No, I haven't actually. You, have you not heard of that? You, no. That's a film you've not seen either. Yeah, it's a long list. But Pat, but. How, would, how would you feel? <laughs> <laughs> how would you feel about a snake in your bed? I can tell you one thing. It wouldn't be my bed any longer. You can have it, or she, whichever. Well, that's what happened to a woman who found a California king-size snake in her bed in Dublin. Dublin 8. Where well, that's Dublin an appropriate place for a, a, a snake, is in a bed if it's a king-size snake. <sighs> I'm a day late with that, am I? She apparently calmly bundled the snake. <laughs> calmly. <laughs> <laughs> the little snake. Come here, little snake. Ah, look at you. Look at your little face on you. Ah, come here, give you a rub. Oh, and the chin, oh, you love that. Actually, do they have chins? Oh, do they have chins? I don't know. You can... She calmly bundled this leg. I'm sorry, no, I don't believe the Would you stop stopping me when I say calmly? That's what it says here on the thing. And that has to be right, so. Into a blanket and then a bag and she brought it to Kevin Street Garda Station. I'm sure the lads were thrilled. <laughs> and this was the middle of the night or something. And there was a, there was a Garda behind the counter, and she went, "I look at little face, and you look at the shit. I look at you at four o'clock in the morning, lovely little Garda." And <laughs> apparently, she does that with everything and everybody. I don't know. What a bizarre woman! <laughs> anyway, Shauna's pet shop in Capel Street is looking for the owner. Um, so, like, we don't have snakes here because of uh, your man, yeah. Saint Patrick, right? Uh-huh. Which we know that he did. Um, so this isn't like a fella that would be should be here. So so somebody had had him, and he snuck out. Now if you if you kept if you would if you had a snake pet like a pet snake 
You'd know he was missing, surely, wouldn't you? You'd, well, you'd hope that they would, anyway. But sure, it must be, it must be a neighbour or something. You'd imagine it must be a terrace of houses or a semi-detached or something like that. A terrorist? A terrace okay. of houses. <laughs> okay. You'd imagine so. Where's Dublin 8? Somewhere uh, near Dublin, Dublin 7. I don't, please, don't tell me that. <laughs> no, I honestly it's, don't have a clue. Yeah, it's between Dublin 9 and Dublin 7. Okay, is there not a, hang on now. There isn't, not as no, that doesn't matter. No. What um, does that matter? It doesn't add anything to it. No, it, Dublin... Even numbers and odd numbers, are they not north and south of the Liffey? I could be totally wrong on that. I have no idea. Um, Mexican aliens at half past seven. See you then. Good luck. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's Tip uh, I promised somebody I'd ask you what time the cannonball run was passing through Clomel. Do you know what time? Uh, no. Around about? No. They will be going around about the town. They're not coming through the town. They're going along the bypass. I know that. They are going through care, though. What time? I don't know. Okay. Um, I have actually... Is it 3 o'clock that they're stopping at the Brack Obama Plaza? 3, Pla- 3.30, I think, for a, a fuel stop at the Obama Plaza on Saturday. And a breakfast roll. Well, an afternoon roll. <laughs> like, are they having a bit of grub there, or are they just really are just stopping to refuel? I'll be stopped for refuel, but I think they'll be there for a while. And I mean, as well as that, if you're refueling, I don't know how many supercars, they're going to take so, a lot of fuel. They'll be there for a while. So, it will be 6 o'clock. It'll be 6 o'clock here. Won't it? Half five, 6 o'clock, surely, through Clonmel. Why? Well, they're due to finish in Kilkenny at 6 o'clock. Okay, so it'll be four, <laughs> before 6 o'clock. So. Yeah. <laughs> they're different days, by the way, the Moneygall and the... Oh, are they? Yeah, it's Saturday so... and Moneygall. Okay, so the day that they're starting, stopping at Barack Obama, they're not passing through Clomel, are they? No. Okay, but that's all you have to say. Just, I did mention Saturday and Sunday, funnily no, enough. Did, maybe in the news, like, but not, not to me. just now as well. Okay. Um, uh, they don't actually give accurate times that's for... All right the Saturday for the route but what I have put up on our Facebook page in response mm-hmm. to some queries was a link to the Cannonball Facebook page which has detailed maps okay that's great so you can figure it out from that's there brilliant. they should look really spectacular coming off the V oh yeah okay um, Mexican aliens Pat Mexican aliens why do you keep sa- what am I saying that's that's? I don't know the first time you said it there was no gap at all it as was, in they were, it was Mexican aliens so what way should I say I should be saying Mexican aliens maybe not quite as pronounced it Paul's oh, but God's sake <laughs> Alleged non-human alien corpses have been displayed to Mexican politicians at the country's uh, at the country's congress at the two small alleged alien. Uh, did you see the pictures? Oh, you didn't know anything about this, no. so you haven't seen them, right? They were presented in a win- in windowed boxes in Mexico City yesterday, stirring up excitement with UFO conspiracy uh, people like Alison, as you mentioned, which I didn't know. Oh, you didn't say conspiracy; you just said that she's a little bit into that kind of thing. Uh, the event was spearheaded sad. by a, what? Sad. What is sad? Sig and Zag have passed away. Is that is that a joke, like? Well, they were Zig and Zag from the planet Zog. Yes. They're little. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a while to find that. <laughs> the event was spearheaded by a journalist who testified under oath that the mummified specimens were not part of our evolution. That, did you not, what all qualifications does the journalist have to say that? <laughs> but you see the heads of these fellas, like, they're just small little fellas with big heads, like. Reminds me of somebody. Apparently, almost a third of their DNA uh, re- is remaining unknown. Now, right, that's the story. Okay. Now, um, I looked up some stuff because I thought I'd find something more about him, and I found something else that was actually funnier. Um, there is uh, a TV show in the states. They do one of these shows where they hypnotize people on stage. All right. Uh huh. Okay. So listen to this. All of my fingers look down. Look down. Look down. Look down. Look down. Look down. Sleep. That's it. Let it go. Let it go. So in a moment. 
on a count to three, Dark Shark. NASA is planning on going to Mars. Hmm. And we've got you here, our first Martian when I count to three. It's one, two, three. Just sit up, open your eyes. All right. Hey there, our first Martian. What's your first impression of the planet Earth here? Me, no, me, no, no. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Me, see, cake and breakfast. <laughs> oh, it doesn't sound good. Did you like it? Itty be one, itty be one. What, what's the typical Martian meal going to be? Whoa. Okay, what, what did he just say? What do you think of the women on the planet here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Girl, can you see it? It's very good. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Good luck. Good. <laughs> Bye-bye. I got this feeling. So, locals in a small town in Portugal were stunned by a river of red wine flowing through the area on Sunday. I saw Sunday. video footage of it. Did you? Wow, yeah. A winery nearby apologised to the residents. Indeed, like most, a lot of swimming. <laughs> apologised to residents and says it was caused by two storage tanks that burst. The alcoholic flash flood, they're calling it, <laughs> uh, was diverted by firefighters into a nearby river and some fields. Winery managers said... They'd handle the cleanup costs and any repair work that needed to be done afterwards. Can you imagine that? Tell me, what's it, what's, it, what's it look like? Just looked like it was all red, was it? Yeah, but I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. The fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't be laughing, really, should I? Because it's probably not good for them. Well, it's fine, like, maybe... A lot of fishy headaches the next morning. Yeah, and I mean, you have white wine with fish. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Actually, the secret to enjoy... Do you know the secret to enjoying a good wine? I've often said this to people. You open the bottle, right? Uh-huh. And you allow it to breathe. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. And if it doesn't look like it's breathing, you give it mouth to mouth. That's the way you enjoy wine. Um, I've got a... I've got... What did you say? Oh, sorry, I wasn't meant That's to be okay. talking. That's okay, you were talking to yourself. Well... Uh, I've, got, I've got a good leftover uh, joke from yesterday, actually, but I'll probably make a hames of it. Uh, a pirate, right, goes to the doctor and says, I've got moles on me back. Arr. <laughs> that way they sound. The doctor says, they're benign. Count again, there's ten. Arr. Go <laughs> away. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. 836, everybody, from Tip FM. Crack with Andrew and Paz. <laughs> the best bits of Good Morning Tipperary.